Hi everyone, this is Planted with Plantomoma from Absalon Radio. You can find me on Instagram as Plantomoma or you can also check my website plantomoma.com. Um, then today we're going to talk about general care of the plants, like watering, how we can check the soil, um, what does soil aeration means, how we can check the roots. And um, yeah, by the end I want to talk a little bit about how to save the plants if we're um, uh, over what if we overwater them um so first thing first watering 101 um what we should do and um it's actually like i want to start by saying that my mom has lost recently a lot of plants so um i've been uh, doing a lot of research on how to check plants thoroughly uh, if they need to get some water or not and the truth is that there's two types of plants there's the ones that um, like their soil moist and the ones that like to dry between waterings and uh, what I mostly do is to have like to kind of save my chopsticks and um, then you can stick them in the soil if it comes out and the chopstick is uh, like still has dirt then it's fine it means that it's still wet if not then it means that um, it's time to to water the plant and um, I'm gonna use this opportunity to talk a little bit about soil aeration uh, which is this uh, small thing that we do when we stick um, this uh, when we have the sticks and the soil when checking the um, um, yeah if like the moisture level because what it does it creates some pockets of air um, that um, in the nature this would otherwise be done by worms and other creatures that live in the soil but then when we have them in our house um, when we take them inside then obviously yeah we have the soil without any of these little guys and um an important thing that um, uh, the roots need to, in order to survive and to thrive, is to have oxygen. So this is why aeration is super important. I'm always advising for uh, keeping your plants in a plastic pot, like in, a, in the nursery pot, and then for aesthetic reasons in a terracotta pot, but this is up to you. <laughs> so... Uh, what I'm doing actually to break the soil is to like wiggle a little bit the pot. So if you're afraid of sticking the chopsticks <laughs> uh, and damaging the root system, you can also just um, wiggle the pot and try to like, yeah, because it's plastic, it's uh, it's flexible. So um, yeah, create this uh, pockets of uh, air. It's super important for the roots. Um, the difference between winter and summer, <laughs> obviously, uh, try to not make the same mistakes as I did. Um, in the winter, even though you're watering from the bottom, uh, try to move the plants away, like to remove them from the container uh, after maybe a couple of minutes. Because what I did at the beginning of the winter was to keep my plants as I was normally keeping them in the summer. Um, so then they took a lot of water and uh, because there was no light whatsoever and um, very cold, um, they got root rot. So 
the water didn't evaporate. So I would advise to really keep them for a very short period of time <laughs> in the winter. And then in the summer, up to even eight hours. Some plants, they need to really soak the water. And then you don't touch them until next time when the soil is very dry. So in the summer, it's actually very easy. And this is when I actually started my uh, uh, journey uh, with the plants. <laughs> so... Yeah, transitioning to winter <laughs> has been uh, leading to a lot of uh, root rot in my plants. Um, and then, yeah, you know, what do you do when you have root rot? Um, this usually happens from overwatering. So um, my to-go um, like treatment would be to use hydrogen peroxide, which here in Denmark it's called, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing well, Printo Verilte or something. You can find it uh, in Apotec. You can, it's super cheap. And um, what it does actually is to bring some extra um, oxygen to the roots. So if your um, plant... <coughs> it's mushy and it smells bad or it has yellow leaves and you don't know what's happening um, what I would advise you to do is to check the plant maybe take it out of the uh, of the soil um, and then what I do is to mix one teaspoon of this hydrogen peroxide in one cup of water and then keep the plant um, in this mixture uh, mixture for around 20 minutes. So I actually managed to save mm, maybe 80% of my plants like this. So just few of them actually gave up um, and didn't um, take the treatment very well. And this is because hydrogen peroxide acts uh, as a, and gives extra strength to, to the roots. So maybe before taking the plant out, you can even water the soil with this mixture. And if the plant is still unhealthy, you can take it out and have the roots um, in, uh, in this mixture for 20 to 30 minutes. Um, and then what I would do uh, is to actually repot. So if the plant is actually dying, um, I would still try to give it new soil. So, um, yeah, try not to damage the root system that is left um, and uh, keep it, um, yeah, while you have it in this mixture, then you can make like a new soil composition. I don't know, you can just buy the organic soil. I'm always buying it super cheap from Sylvan or this big uh, um, places um, I think that I found 40 kilograms or liters 40 liters of soil for 10 kroners once so it's super affordable and um, yeah check what kind of soil the plant needs that's one organic and one for uh, succulents <clears throat> so two types of soil you cannot go wrong with this and then um, have a bit of soil on the bottom of the pot. And then you put the plant with the root system in. 
after you clean the roots and then you're going to see like some roots are going to be smelly and some roots are going to be super mushy. So just remove this. Whatever looks dead and damaged, it needs to go. Um, use the same size uh, as the last pot and make sure that it has a drainage hole because if there's no drainage hole, you're going to do the same thing again and overwater and completely kill the plant. Um, so yeah, you know, a bit of soil and then you keep the plant with the roots, uh, with the root system uh, on top of the soil and then you can just fill out, up the pot um, with soil and try to like water a little bit so yeah the soil can kind of like go down and um, the roots when you water in and they are newly repotted they adapt easier to the to the new environment yeah just don't touch it anymore <laughs> until the soil gets dry again <laughs> don't uh, yeah don't touch it because uh, yeah they need to they have they're, they are going to have this transition especially during the winter if you do this it would be nice to have it very close to a place very warm and where there's a lot of sunlight i know it's not possible now in the winter here unless you have a grow light but you can if you're doing your best no one is judging <laughs> um um, the next thing that I want to talk about is repotting. So um, we talked about root rot and now um, I would like to talk about root bound. And uh, this is uh, basically when the plant is getting too big for its pot and um, it's not growing anymore. And uh, yeah, we call it root bound. So basically we need to repot the plant and to give it a new home. Um, one of the signs, I mean, there are multiple signs that um, our plants uh, have root, are root bound. Um, and then, yeah, I would say that first of all, you need to kind of check the frequency of um, uh, watering your plant. So if you know that you've been doing, you've been watering every second week, for example, and now it's just the plant wants more and more water, but then nothing is happening, it's not growing, then it, maybe it's time to, to check the roots. Um, another thing, it would be that roots are growing out of uh, the containers, dra drainage holes. So... Yeah, you can lift the pot and then you can look under and usually, yeah, I I have some uh, really interesting pictures um, of how roots, they've just been way out of the pot through the drainage holes and then taking over the, the terracotta pot, the one that I'm keeping just for aesthetic reasons. So, uh, yeah, it, it looks like a real party there. Um... Another sign would be, and um, I experienced this actually when uh, my cousin was asking me why after uh, when he's watering his uh, syngonium, is this really easy to care plant. Uh, each time he had one yellow leaf and then 
nothing was happening. The plant wasn't really growing, nothing was happening. So um, we both kind of like, we were like, what is happening? Let's check under the pot. And the roots were completely out of the pot. So uh, if you have yellow leaves, you can also check it, check the root system. Of course, if it's not growing um, and um, if the soil dries very fast, so if you're changing, as I said, the frequency of watering and then you need to water more and more, then maybe, yeah, this might be a problem. Um, what I also noticed on some of my plants is that they wilt. So even though I'm watering and the soil is moist, they wilt and yeah, it's just because the, the roots are not, uh, they don't have space to develop. So um, the plant is not thriving and it's not happy. Um, and the last, um, the last thing, and this maybe might be one of the first things that <laughs> I experienced and first time when I um, repotted my plant is, and maybe you notice sometimes how when you water, the water goes through the container. So nothing happens. It just goes through and then um, doesn't get absorbed in the soil and it just comes out through the drainage holes just as much as you were watering. So yeah, it's definitely uh, time to repot. Um, so uh, if you're repotting, and I've seen this in many people, don't get an overly humongous new pot thinking that... <laughs> If you're going to move it to a way bigger pot, then you don't need to repot in the next few years because um, the plant is going to die. The, the, the soil in the big pot is going to hold on the water and then the roots are going to get root rot. So just go up one size when you're cho uh, choosing your uh, plant's new container. And if you don't know how to go one size more you can just measure the diameter of your pot um, and then go and ask in a nursery or in a plant shop they were they're gonna be very happy to help you um, so uh, one thing that is going to happen when you're gonna repot is that you're gonna have dirt everywhere it's not really the same as when you keep your um, plants in leka and water so I have newspapers, even though I said night talk to <laughs> commercials, I get a lot of newspapers. So I'm not um, really buying any plastic sheets or anything else to um, like have my plants uh, spill the, their dirt when I'm repotting, but it's mostly like, yeah, I'm reusing whatever I have in the house instead of or I could also recycle the, pa the papers, but I don't want to. So um, once you have this and the new container um, and the potting soil, which needs to be appropriate for the kind of plant that you're um, uh, that you're handling, just from my experience, as I said, you can have for uh, succulents and uh, cactuses or for other plants. So it's just these two types. I found them. I found them in Rema. Lidl has them sometimes. They're a bit more expensive if you don't have a car to go to these big places, but that will do. Um, you might need some scissors, 
please wear uh, gloves. Uh, some plants are toxic and they can uh, create irritation. Um, and then a bit of water to uh, just water the plant at the end, just to soften the soil. Uh, so basically, um, what you want to do is to remove the plant, just as I was saying before, uh, for when you're treating for overwatering. Um, and um, one thing that I noticed um, is that you want to repot when the soil is dry. If you're going to repot when the soil um, is um, uh, moist, then it's going to stick to the roots and I feel like sometimes it's even more messy. <laughs> um, so if the, the soil is wet and then you spill everywhere, it's going to be muddy. It's going to be a mud party. Um, so the same you need to add a bit of soil on the bottom of the container and then while keeping your hand on the plant stem uh, for support um, tip the old container over until the plant slides free um, so uh, yeah just have the plant inside maybe i didn't explain this properly but have the plant inside just hold it in your hand and then with a second hand and please use gloves. <laughs> um, then you can just have soil. And then kind of like... Uh, usually, if I feel that the pot might be a bit too big for the root system, you don't need to fill up the, um, the new pot with dirt until like to the brim. You can just uh, have it maybe until it covers the root system or a bit of the stem. Because I also experienced... Um, going up one size and choosing the perfect size of the pot but then the root system wasn't so developed so there was still a lot of soil for the plant and then obviously I had to um, go through another repotting session because the plant got root rot <laughs> so um, yeah I would rather um, I would rather have less soil than uh, a bit too much or if you want to you can also mix with perlite but this is again for people who really go, uh, yeah, hard <laughs> for taking care of the perfect amount of soil and uh, mixture, uh, like soil mixture for their plants. Um, so yeah, this can also be bought from Sylvan or any um, any plant place. Um, you can mix it with your soil, and then it creates. Air pockets, I feel that it's uh, it helps a lot with drainage and um, if, yeah, then the water is not really staying in inside in the soil and uh, when you have this perlite, the small white rocks, so it's up to you. It's just remember to water after you repot and then to just let the plant be um, until the soil gets dry again and you need to um, water it again and uh, I would advise you to kind of pay attention to the light uh, requirements of the plant because again if it wants to stay in bright indirect light um, and you have it in super bright direct light because you just repot it <laughs> um, and the soil is moist then 
you might end up burning the plant or this is what I list at least I thought with some of my plants <laughs> that they are fresh and they can have a lot of sun and they can develop but yeah you know you can uh, always make um, an organic mixture of uh, fertilizer and um, give it to your plant instead of changing the place where it's supposed to stay and then the last thing that um, I wanted to talk about is um, like to talk about uh, signs that your plants might be underwatered or overwatered because I think and I'm getting a lot of questions um, from my um, plant experts from Instagram um, like we're kind of talking to each other because sometimes it's very hard to nail down the problem and um, I'm also getting a lot of messages for from a newly new plant parents um, just texting that their plant has a yellow leaf and uh, unfortunately this can be overwatering, underwatering, this can be root bound, like a lot of problem, a lot of problems. So what I want you to understand is that, and I'm going to go through each sign, um, but sometimes you need to thoroughly check your plant in order to diagnose it. For example, um, if your water is underwatered, um, it's definitely going to have a slow growth. It's going to get brown, but brown can also mean that the plant has been um, like brown when it gets crispy. This also means that the plant has been staying in the sun for too long and it's getting burned. Um, so if you are not aware of the watering uh, frequency, then someone else might not be able to help you because you might say, hey, my plant has brown tips. And then I might think that it's underwater, but then you're actually keeping it in the sun. So yeah, when you're writing and asking questions about your plants, it's very, very important to give all the details. Like when you, where are you keeping your plant? How much are you watering? And like everything. Um, another sign of underwatering is that um, there's flowering plants that are supposed to blossom, but then they don't do it because they don't have the energy. Um, so then they need a, a bit more water and uh, the stems become crispy. So when uh, something is crispy, it's either getting too much sun or it's underwatered. And actually, like one of the questions... Um, that I got this week um, without having the picture sent was why the um, this plant string of uh, hearts uh, looks very um, like mushy and then I thought that without having a picture in front of me I thought that it's uh, overwatered um, but then when I saw the picture um, it looked like a raisin kind of <laughs> So it was definitely underwatered and um, the plant g got water finally <laughs> um, and now it's back to normal. So, you know, definitely, yeah, 
you need to you need to be aware of how much and how frequent you're watering your plants so you can uh, diagnose uh, the problem faster uh, other signs for that your plants are being overwatered leaves will, will wilt and they uh, will drop off um, even though the soil is wet uh, leaves are getting yellow and I actually feel like the majority of my plants when I discover that are uh, being overwatered and they have root rot they have yellow leaves unless it's my potos and for some reason the the leaves they become brown which is so weird because I thought it's lack of humidity and that it's underwatered because it was brown but it was actually getting too much water <laughs> so yeah, you know, sometimes it helps asking uh, experts. And then um, there's this plant. And I don't know how to explain you, but the leaves, they get translucent. So they become almost transparent and you can see the veins. Um, this recently happened to my um, philodendron. It's this beautiful plant with the um, leaves, with heart-shaped leaves. Um, and because I'm having it next to the window uh, and then one day the leaves they became transparent I was like oh my god this is so beautiful <laughs> it looks so nice I was just taking pictures <laughs> to have it on my plant page um, and then actually it can be from either being in a too cold environment or from water residue and um, or pests but I knew that there's no pests because I'm cleaning my leaves like my clothes, the, my plants like my clothes. So I'm taking care of everyone and there's no pests. And um, it's super warm in my kitchen. So it was just uh, overwatering. Um, and then it can also happen. And um, actually, I try to save an alocasia the other week, but... Yeah, sometimes it works with saving plants, sometimes it doesn't. Um, not the roots were uh, mushy and black, but the bulb. So I had to remove half of the bulb, the one that was rotten. Um, and I've never done this with a plant, but obviously, you know, you, you just need to check the stem and the bulb if the plant is, um, yeah, it, it's growing from a bulb um, because sometimes not the roots but the stem can be mushy so unfortunately when the stem is mushy and it smells bad this is yeah the plant is kind of dying <laughs> um, and then um, another possibility would be that there might be fungus or mold on top of the soil um, but I would say to double check for this because when you water uh, with water from the tap, then uh, the top of the soil becomes white. But this is just because, uh, yeah, it's a healthy mold that um, it's making on top of the soil. Um, so it's very like, yeah, it, it's it's healthy. It doesn't do anything to the plant. So don't mistake the bad mold. <laughs> with a good mold um, yeah and then the last thing and I think I've said it before is the bad smell so if there's a bad smell coming from the soil your plant is rotting and you need to 
double check it. Yeah, so this was everything. And as a conclusion, uh, there's no um, way you can uh, diagnose your plant, uh, like uh, the what is wrong with your plant based on just one information. If you have a problem, try to assess the state of your plant overall. So uh, even remove the entire plant from the soil uh, because this is going to be uh, very helpful with assessing the roots and the stem and you can check if something is mushy, if uh, there's a foul smell, if uh, there's pests, fungus, everything. And then... Uh, you can have it in hydrogen peroxide, as I said, if there's um, root rot, or if you need to repot, just to go uh, one size more um, in the container and don't buy a super big container. Uh, soil, there's two types of soil. It's very easy. If you want, you can add perlite. Um, of course, as I said, for plant experts, there's other mixtures of soil and sometimes it's uh, way over me I feel but I've repotted almost all my plants that I have and uh, I never failed so um, you know as long as you have them in a in the place where they need to be in your house and as long as you make uh, as I said um, air pockets and um, you water them accordingly to what they want everything should be fine so thank you for today. This has been uh, Plantomoma from Planted with Plantomoma from um, um, Absalon Radio. Um, yeah, check me out on uh, Instagram, I'm Plantomoma, or uh, check out my website, plantomoma.com.